another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With me is Abigail Garfalo. Abigail is an extension educator in environmental and energy stewardship. And we're going to talk about landscape water conservation, I guess. Hi, Bill. How's it going? <laughs> Hi. So um, why is this important? Why should we be conserving water on our property? Yeah, so all of our landscapes are connected and water doesn't really acknowledge political boundaries such as property lines. Um, so water, water that's running off your property could be taking away nutrients from your soil um, and from the plants themselves. So, um, and that's like kind of wasting your money. If you paid for nutrients such as fertilizers, the nutrients are going down the drain. And if you didn't, it's causing you to spend money to replace nutrients that you've lost because of it. Um, and so because our lands are all connected, those flooding and water quality issues um, on your property are like might be contributing to a larger water conservation issue in your town and across your watershed. Um, so in short, if your neighbor has water quality issues, you probably do too. Um, and if all of your neighbors work together to combat some of these issues, um, then you're all going to reap those benefits. So it's just really best if it's done together. So since we're talking about nutrients, that makes me think about water pollution. So what, what kinds of things can I be adding to the water or what what ends up in the water that causes pollution yeah so um essentially in illinois a big issue is sediment pollution so the soil actually eroding away um, but also too if just nutrients um, that you could be adding to your property um, and so anywhere that water leaves quickly um, is a, a source of water pollution typically. Um, so think about it this way, if water, you know, you get a big rainstorm, water runs off your roof, then down into your downspout, straight onto your driveway or into the street. Um, everything that the water picked up on the way from your roof to the driveway, maybe you had some uh, car issues that week or something and and some leaking from your car, that's all going to go into your waterway. Um, and then another really big spot is um, just over fertilization um, of our of our landscape. So if you uh, have a lawn and you fertilize regularly, um, you might be fertilizing too much. Um, if a plant doesn't need it, it won't take it up. So if you're adding nitrogen regularly um, and your soil already has plenty of nitrogen, nitrogen's a, um, a highly mobile, um, Adam, and so it's not just going to stick around in your soil if it rains and the plant hasn't taken it up, it's just going to wash it away. Um, and so those are some, that those impermeable surfaces like your roof, things that wash away really quickly. And then if you're just adding nutrients that um, aren't being taken up, that's going to pollute your waterways. So are you encouraging soil testing before doing soil amendments? I, I always encourage soil testing, even if you're not even going to do soil amendments. If you haven't done a test in the last three to five years, um, if you're going to plant a new bed with different plants or something like that, always take a soil test. Um, it's just good to get a baseline, even if you just move into a new place. Um, and then if you're adding amendments, yeah, so that way you know um, exactly what should be added because it's a, it's a you're wasting your own money if you're adding um, fertilizers that your plants aren't going to take up because they're just going to wash away. Sure. So another thing you mentioned was the speed of the um, water being a contributing factor to this kind of problem. What can we do to slow it down? 
Yeah, so there's lots of ways. Um, the biggest, probably most expensive one that you could do, um, and I would only recommend it if you're replacing a driveway or something, but is permeable pavers. So giving more out, like reducing those impermeable surfaces, um, so actually allowing water to infiltrate down. Um, and then another really good way is to reduce your lawn. Lawns are really um, beautiful in the American eye especially, and, and we love that, you know, that nice green luscious lawn, but unfortunately turf is not super deep rooted and um, doesn't allow, like doesn't, the roots do not create a ton of space in the soil. Um, and so if you have a space that you're like, you know what, I don't really use this, my kids don't play on it, um, it's just kind of there for look, consider another aesthetically pleasing um, thing that you could do, like a native um, flower bed or something um, that has really deep roots because the, those deep roots break up the soil and create lots of air pockets for the water to infiltrate down and slow um, down into your property. Um, and if you have the right conditions, honestly, um, a rain garden, I think they're really beautiful. It's a specialized garden bed that's meant to collect water from your impermeable surfaces. So um, you can't avoid a roof um, as an impermeable surface. None of us want an imperm or a permeable roof, right? Um, so having a um, uh, all of your downspouts directed to a rain garden, for example, could really um, slow down the water and not have it run off straight into your street or into your sewer system. I've seen some of those, and those are really nice. And the um, permeable driveways also have a really nice look to them. So I, I think that's a good idea too. But let's say that you have problems with flooding or pooling on your uh, your lawn already. You can't really make it go any slower, can you? What what <laughs> should what should we do about that? That's a really good point. And um, I might be wording it wrong too. So it's not exactly about keeping water on top of your property, right? It's about allowing it to infiltrate um, as close to where it, the rain falls. Um, and so as opposed to allowing it to running into sewers, lakes, and stream. So um, I kind of like to think of it this way. We want to encourage the soaking in of water, right? If you have flooding issues, your water isn't soaking in at a rate or it's it, you're receiving more water than it at a quicker rate than it's allowed to soak in. Um, and so like you had mentioned earlier, a soil test will um, answer some of those questions for you is like, why isn't the water infiltrating really well? Um, you, you'll have to do some investigating first, maybe um, dig a small hole and do a little a percolation test. If you're not sure what that is, I recommend you Google it. It's pretty cool. Allows you to see like how quickly water infiltrates into your soil. Um, and also digging just kind of gets you an idea like, am I hitting a, a ton of clay as soon as I get a couple inches down? That might answer your question as to why you've got some flooding issues. Uh, maybe it's compaction. Maybe it's like you've got low organic matter, things like that. So figuring out and doing some investigating first. Um, but the answer too could be that all of your downspouts, um, all of your impermeable surfaces are draining to one spot on your property. Maybe you've got a low spot. So I would say, um, you know, see what you can do there and, and redirecting some of that water to different areas of your property. Um, and maybe a rain barrel is part of that solution. Maybe building part of a rain garden in um, redirecting it to a different spot is part of that solution. There's lots of different ways and um, an extension educator could definitely help you out with that.
Which brings us to the question, where can we find more resources about this? Yeah, so um, Illinois Indiana Sea Grant is actually one of my favorite resources. Um, they produce a lot of really wonderful um, guidebooks and things like that. And they have this great guidebook called Lawn to Lakes. Um, and it's uh, really wonderful. It's all about reducing chemicals, managing water on your property, um, things like that, and gives you lots of options and ways to troubleshoot. Um, so I recommend checking that out. Um, sea Grant also produces some really wonderful maps and sample garden guides. Um, so if you Google Illinois Indiana Sea Grant Full Sun Rain Garden, you can find some of their guides. And then um, I helps I serve across Cook County, but I'm or excuse me, I serve across Illinois, um, but I'm stationed in Cook County. And so our county has a program called Conservation at Home, and our website has some really wonderful resources for conservation landscape practices that help um, with water conservation, combat water pollution, and um, really help that water infiltrate onto your property. So all of those resources are really wonderful for learning more. Sounds good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wastner and Abigail Garfalo.